Welcome to Pratidwani, where we try to humanize science. I'm your host, G.V. Pawan Kumar. It is my pleasure to introduce you to my guest uh, in this episode, Sudeshna Sina. Sudeshna is a professor at uh, Indian Institute of Science, Education and Research, uh, Mohali. And her research interest includes nonlinear dynamics, chaos, uh, complex systems, complex networks, and uh, using dynamics to do computation, which is a very fascinating area of research. Uh, she also has a, a kind of deep interest in nonlinear dynamics, machine learning interface, uh, which she has been working uh, in, in recent times. In this particular episode, we discussed about her uh, biography, uh, growing up uh, in an industrial kind of an environment, and also learning science uh, along with humanities. Uh, then we also discuss about her very interesting experience uh, she had uh, studying at IIT Kanpur as a, a chemistry student, where she also kind of got an excellent grasp for uh, statistical uh, physics. And uh, interestingly, she makes a transition from chemistry to physics uh, at that particular uh, period of time, which is a very interesting and uh, fascinating uh, discussion. Then uh, we also discuss about her experience of working at uh, Tata Institute of Fundamental Research, Mumbai, where uh, she goes on to do research in uh, kind of uh, to begin with chemical physics, but later on completely moves towards nonlinear dynamics and uh, statistical physics. Uh, then we also discussed about her uh, research interests, current research interest on nonlinear dynamics, and uh, specifically how dynamics can be used to do computing, which is a very fascinating area of uh, research. And um, we elaborate on the process of doing science, articulating thoughts, etc., uh, which is uh, equally interesting. Uh, then we also discussed a little bit about uh, her thoughts on uh, doing science in India, what has been her uh, experience, and uh, how, uh, how her research interests have been developed over the years, and how she has taken a very interesting approach to doing science, where she always tries to actually do something uh, to, uh, to express her thoughts in such a way that she is uh, putting out the best version of herself, which is a very uh, fascinating philosophy. We also uh, uh, have a small segment in Bengali where she briefly describes about her uh, research interest, uh, which is also very interesting. And we discussed about her future plans on uh, chaotic dynamics, uh, machine learning interface, which she has uh, kind of been uh, uh, interested in over the past few years. Overall, um, when you talk to uh, uh, Sudeshna, uh, you would you'd observe that her thoughts are very articulate and also very thought-provoking. And this is also something very evident when you interact with her on social media, uh, especially on Facebook. So I learned a lot during this particular conversation. And I'm very sure all of you would also gain a lot of insights in uh, doing science and also thinking about science uh, from a slightly different perspective, uh, which is very illuminating and also fascinating. So this is Pratidwani, where we try to humanize science with Sudeshna Sina. Hello, Sudeshna. Welcome to Pratidwani. I'm so glad uh, that you could join in. Hi, it's, it's wonderful to be here and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sudeshna, please tell us a little bit about your upbringing and uh, your, your uh, uh, education at the school level and uh, uh, also the kind of uh, uh, ecosystem in which you grew up. 
Right. Uh, so in some sense, uh, I am a, what what would be called a small township uh, girl. So uh, this was a steel town um, and it was kind of uh, colonial in, in, in its ambience in the sense, you know, uh, it was uh, very sheltered in some ways also. Uh, so not much of the real world was, was seen by me growing up, uh, but it was a very happy time. Uh, so um, my school was an all-girls school. And uh, mm -hmm. this was run by Irish nuns, uh, again, a bit distancing in the Indian context, um, but they were yeah. wonderful people. And uh, and uh, they uh, they had really good language teachers and they had great social sciences. Uh, they did not have uh, much math or science, um, but um, uh, you know uh, th there was always uh, things to to read at home. My father was an engineer, and uh, I would go with him a few times to see the blast furnace and you know to see rolling mills and coke ovens and you know it was great fun i i love the steel factory stuff it was like uh, you know my highlight of the year to be taken you know there to see the things uh, so uh, so there was i mean i i did uh, uh, there were also these very kindly uh, interested uh, uncles uh, i would call them uh, you know not tutors you know which is commonplace nowadays but you know they would give us mm -hmm. problem sheets so they'll say okay try this math puzzle for fun and uh, uh, None of it felt like uh, schoolwork, uh, but I suppose, uh, you know, it was uh, something which, which kept my interest alive. However, Wonderful. I should say... Where, where, where was this? Uh, which place uh, this was, was this? at home. Uh, this was Burnpur. Mm. Uh, uh, so Martin Burn was the company uh, which started the steel mills, which then later became sale uh, after nationalization. Yeah. Mm. So this mm -hmm. was one of the oldest steel plants of India. Uh, uh, yeah. So... Uh, Wonderful, that was, wonderful. Uh, so in some sense, it was a little bit, uh, you know, not uh, not a city uh, kind mm. of upbringing. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, but one thing, of course, my parents always uh, they put enormous premium on on education, and not, mm, mm. and I never heard from them that this was to uh, to have a career or. Uh, to earn money. I mean, these words were not spoken ever, um, but uh, it was always something which is necessary uh, in order to enrich my life. So my life uh, would just be a better life if I knew more things. This is what I felt as a kid. Nice. And, um, nice. Yeah. So I remember I actually did uh, dedicate my thesis to my parents. And I think what I'd written was uh, that I thanked them for teaching me so much while insisting on so little. So they nice. really did not insist on anything. So they were very open and uh, they let, you know, my interest take me to, to different places. Uh, but uh, the only thing uh, my mother, more than my father probably, mm -hmm. insisted on is that, um, uh, so I'm paraphrasing her, these were not her words, but mm. uh, over the mm. years I have uh, put these words to sort of you know uh, exactly sort of reflect what she was trying to tell me she always wanted uh, me uh, she didn't care whether i was the best but she wanted me to be the best version of myself and somehow Wonderful. this stayed with me and i do hope i i i, I can you know convey to the young students also it is really not a competition against others it is just what uh, what you are and you know 
where you can go and you should not uh, you know you should should in life have you know uh, stretched yourself a bit pushed yourself a bit and um, uh, being a reasonable version of yourself even wonderful. if not the best wonderful. yeah yeah so yeah. that that this was is, that, very that's nice a, yeah it's a it's a very important uh, lesson to draw from from uh, an early childhood yeah. because uh, nowadays you you would see that uh, children are under such a lot of pressure too and, much pressure uh, have, yeah 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in fact, I was. Uh, uh, sometimes I feel when I talk about my childhood, it's it's a lesson for parents, <laughs> so, mm, you know, mm, because mm, uh, it is uh, you know the burden of expectation is so huge. Uh, you know, even we have to resist it on behalf of our. <laughs> you know, um, you know, we do convey things, uh, even though we may not spell them out. Uh, 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 children are clever, so you know. Uh, I think we have to be careful in in what we want Absolutely. out of them. Yeah, yeah. This is Absolutely. Um, this I think is. Uh, I I should also ask a little bit about your grandfather. I think your yeah. maternal grandfather, yes. if I'm correct, yes, is uh, Dr. Prabodh Chandra Bakshi, who is actually a very well-known linguist. Do you want to tell a little bit about your interaction, if you had any? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, yes. So uh, my. Uh, my maternal grandfather uh, prabod chandra bagchi is um, uh, is a, a very very uh, uh, distinguished and and well known historian um, mm-hmm. uh, but what um, uh, so uh, of course he passed away when when my mother was uh, a teenager so uh, but somehow you know his presence in our family was uh, was always there i mean you know we always uh, knew what academia meant and uh, what um, what it means to uh, sort of uh, you know have uh, uh, you know dedicate oneself uh, to to learning and teaching uh, these were mm-hmm. uh, were things which we have always heard um, uh, you know but what i did find interesting much later when i, I was old enough to actually read about him uh, is that uh, he had uh, you know he was in his own way uh, i would call fearless so you know he goes from mm-hmm. a very small village in in what is now bangladesh and he goes to sorbonne in paris and he learns the language from scratch literally wow. i mean there was no okay. french teacher in in his village and he sort of uh, after that um, kind of uh, writes a thousand page thesis in french oh, uh, so all of this uh, is is remarkable and the and the lesson which i we i took back much later in life in the beginning i i didn't appreciate it as much i suppose is that uh, you know uh, one should uh, uh, sort of approach life uh, as if there are no barriers so you know uh, things will pop up life happens we all know that but at mm-hmm. least when we go in we should be all in and you know there should be that little element of risk taking and fearlessness which clearly this you know my grandfather had at that young age uh, so Wonderful. so that i have always Wonderful. found uh, you know very inspiring that, uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite remarkable and and for yeah. me from there of course again much later in life i always felt that uh, academia is uh, not uh, you know it's not just a profession it's literally mm-hmm. a way of life so i mean it Absolutely. is it is something which which it it, it it's not 9 to 5 at all uh, and uh, that is one of those very distinguishing features about this profession yeah 
I did feel wonderful. Uh, wonderful. So. Okay, so then uh, you finish your school, and then uh, uh, could you please tell us a little bit more about your further education? Yeah. So. So after that, uh, it so happened, as I said, uh, my school was a bit limited in terms of science and math. They could not even offer science as an option for 11th and 12th. So this sent us into a bit of a panic because I was still, you know, a young teenager just about. And um, so, but then it happened that my parents thought it wouldn't be a bad idea if I went to Shantiniketan to do my 11th mm. and 12th. Yeah, since there were so many connections. And as it happened, my uncle, uh, my father's uh, older brother, was at that point uh, the vice chancellor there. Um, as I said, it was a bit awkward, but, you know, mm. but, but still, um, I, I had some backup family, so I did go there. Um, nice, nice. This mm. was, uh, well, um, it was uh, a good and a bad thing. Um, so the good things first. The good things was that I just love, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I love the countryside in that part of, of West Bengal. It has that red soil and it has this, uh, you know, the palm trees and uh, uh, shawl. I don't know what that is in English. Uh, okay. So the trees I know in Bengali, and, and, uh, <laughs> but, but I don't know, the, but whatever. It was, it was visually lovely for me. Uh, I also uh, had uh, the good fortune of uh, uh, talking and kind of learning with um, uh, a really uh, a very well-known artist who was a professor in the in the Kalapavan um, School of Art uh, called Ajit Chakraborty. And what he did teach me was not, you know, how to draw, which I had already sort of uh, kind of managed to do on my own. But he taught me good taste. So he would. Mm -hmm. Ask me to bring in stuff and say, this is why this bit is nice. And this is why, you know, that is, uh, you know, doesn't work for him. He was very kind. I mean, I was still very young. So, um, but he taught me uh, good taste. And and in some mm -hmm. sense, I think part of, you know, the, uh, you know, ha learning to critique uh, is part of actually learning to appreciate it. The other other mm -hmm. side of mm -hmm. the coin is is that you learn to appreciate what is nice. So it was that part of my uh, time, two years there was really nice. Uh, however, uh, I think I did not um, manage to uh, have as much uh, rigor in my science and uh, math training as uh, I'm sure people in other parts were, uh, you know, or at least in the cities were having access to. Uh, also, it was suddenly after, and I was a bit challenged with Bengali, um, the classes were in Bengali. And, mm -hmm. and this was seriously hard for me. Uh, so I actually just asked them to refer to some, you know, give me a book in English. And they gave me one question paper. I was literally one question paper in English. So I was allowed to okay. write in, <laughs> write okay. in English and, and get a question paper in English. Uh, it was hard. Uh, but uh, so the flip side is I suddenly at a, fairly young age found that this barrier which language puts is something I had to get out of. I just needed to be in a place which did not, which was not, uh, 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 you know, uh, sort of limited in, in the way I found, uh, because in my head uh, already science and uh, uh, mathematics was a 
you know a, a universal thing and you know mm-hmm. i should not have to uh, uh, you know feel this barrier so it was the other way around for me some people have to go from the, you know from regional languages to english i had this short uh, difficult uh, step uh, back and then i went uh, ahead uh, so in a sense um, i honestly liked l- literally everything and uh, i didn't know where i was headed uh, so i you know a lot of people have designed careers i am the exact opposite i had no plan and no design no one should emulate me of course people should have mm. these things but i didn't um so uh, the only thing is i started getting very interested in biochemistry i mean and so somebody mm. told me that iit kanpur had a stellar chemistry department and they were right of course mm. an mm. excellent thing and they said that to get there i have to pass je uh so okay mm. i mean it's an exam and uh, so uh, uh, i i mean again because of i uh, you know lack of knowledge uh, i suppose i was absolutely not afraid of this exam i mean you know i just mm. the, whatever it was so as it happened i did uh, get through and i did go to iit kanpur after that so i always think of myself as the accidental iitian <laughs> completely mm-hmm. uh, as a, a set of accidents so i went there uh, i really uh, probably was one of the most underprepared people who went there but um, it was uh, this step was again a diametrically opposite uh, ethos from what i was used to which was you know a very free and easy and you know break into song if the weather is a, a different you know kind of ethos to unforgiving and um, a kind of extremely ultra competitive uh, ethos which i was pushed into so it took a little bit of um, adjustment uh and uh, well when i said bit that was an understatement it took a huge adjustment um and uh it did take uh, some drawing of uh, reserves which uh, i didn't know i had uh, so uh, so the first year in iit was hard this is absolutely true and um, so so though the first year in iit was hard um i somehow uh, at some point i think i i actually imbibed what the atmosphere was giving me which was that you know uh, what is stopping you from doing well kind of you know like you know i shouldn't uh, put a, a you know so i i think it was just a little bit of confidence that i needed so i think after the couple of semesters i caught my breath and you know said okay i if i have to do this i have to do it somewhat well i think <laughs> and then it was all right uh, so uh, so in in that sense iit would have been a wonderful uh, kind of exposure to you right you would have probably put into a place which is very different from whatever you had already come across absolutely it was exceedingly challenging that i will say mm. uh, uh, you know uh, without uh, thing uh, uh, without doubt but it was um it was one of those uh places which have most definitely shaped me i mean there is no doubt that i am what i am today professionally because of the place and it wasn't just what it taught it it had absolutely a fantastic curriculum you know nowadays um saying buzzwords like um 
interdisciplinary and you know people use mm, these mm. words freely and we we hold it like a badge for I, uh, for isis and rightly so and uh, we we definitely should be proud of our curriculum but i will have to say that when i was a student in in iit kanpur uh, this was like many many years ago the curriculum was exactly that so i mean we did all all subjects i mean and uh, you know for instance if i had to do mathematical physics i would just do it in hmm. the math department or or with the physicists though you know so it wasn't like just because you're you know you're also doing organic chemistry you can't uh, do math physics with with them. you know so everybody was pushed uh, to to uh, to all the subjects with equal amount of of rigor so and it was taught by the people in the subject not a version which was like a service course or you know something which you mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. know to get ahead it is something which the physicists wanted you to know not the chemists wanting enough physics to get by so you know that was very very nice because you know you actually went to different disciplines and um, you know engaged with many different things and i also had like seven humanities courses in the course of my wow uh, five years yeah <laughs> that was compulsory in iit that, yes that was in yes. iit Yes, in wow, IIT Kanpur. So that's what I'm saying. People don't realize what a terrific curriculum it was. Yeah. So I did everything Excellent. from. I mean, I went back. I did two art courses again on the history of art. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, did all, all kinds of other courses and uh, history of science and of course uh, uh, philosophy of science. I mean, I still uh, meet my teachers there in in selection committees and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, and they they said, oh, we still remember that term paper and Lakatosh. or something you know yeah so it was it was really a very very uh, unusual for the times uh, syllabus mm, mm. and um, a, this whole thing of uh, of um, kind of uh, learning without borders was absolutely ingrained i mean there was you know Wonderful. it was very yeah so in terms of um, uh, of um, of what we were taught i think it was uh, quite remarkable is that this is you know uh, well before uh, you know things uh, uh, that people had this new mindset of inter- interdisciplinarity which is now of course more widespread yeah however that's I wonderful should, uh, yeah that part yeah. was really wonderful mm. it also uh, did give me a toughness uh, so whether mm-hmm. whether i whether it's apparent or not i still have a core of it uh, i don't give mm. up easy <laughs> and i push till it is a little bit discomforting yeah. but i still i don't uh, kind of uh, you know i i know that in in understanding there will be a small slightly painful barrier and if you don't cross mm-hmm. that that investment is necessary to go to the other side where you know you'll see clearer i mean it's all the landscape is full of barriers and valleys in 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 understanding and uh, you have not pushed if you haven't it at least a minor bump so that it was Absolutely. definitely there however i should also say that it was <laughs> one of the most gender imbalanced environments mm-hmm. ever i mean i have faced mm. we were five girls among 250 256 i think was the batch size wow. this is yeah <laughs> this is all <laughs> subjects put together of course every single uh, branch so th- there was literally no two 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 girls in any department but um, mm. uh, even when we were doing core courses you know you can imagine uh, how it was it was mm. Uh, mm. this was uh, 
actually really difficult uh, and do remember i came from a all girls school <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is almost into all all men oh, yeah it's like i got into a boot camp or something <laughs> of <which is> like, <laughs> so it was it was something which uh, which one had to uh, uh, to deal with um mm. and mm. it was not easy we were also teenagers i mean you know so so with others everybody you know we are all teenagers all straight from school and uh, home and so it was a little bit uh, it was something which uh, which each uh, each one of us uh, made our own equilibrium with the uh, with the mm. system uh, um, uh, but uh, uh, some lessons there uh, are are still with me and uh, amazingly it's it it's still useful so like like once i was in uh, uh, i was somehow a member of the board of um, of a nit and uh, so mm-hmm. i gone for their board meeting the first time and i entered the room and i think literally everyone just looked up and froze it's like who because everybody was was uh, uh, was male including the people who were serving them tea i said at least i mean like oh it's God. like literally every every person in that room was was male so so there was this god who who who's you know you know is this a legitimate person here so it was kind of funny but this is for me i was just back in first semester where i was trying to say like <laughs> guys you know i'm i'm of the same species it's it's fine <laughs> yeah. so but you know sometimes those it's like a flash of the old me- old memory of of trying to uh, deal with yeah. imbalance um, yeah that's very uh, very unfortunate in a way uh, because uh, i think uh, if you look at the uh, the aspect related to competence or any uh, any any parameter i think there is I, at least in my own experience uh, being in academics i haven't i haven't really come across anything uh, which is kind of tilting more towards men at all if anything uh, i've seen more of incompetence on the other side <laughs> probably because the sample is larger on yeah the- i was about to say yeah, that's that's probably a, a, a sample size effect because i mean it's just yeah. that um, the number of women uh, who have reached a certain thing is a super selected set i mean uh, yeah. of yeah. i mean people who have as they say either persisted or had some you know drive or you know uh, yeah. which is a little more than uh, than the norm uh, so otherwise they wouldn't even you know be there uh, so in that sense they're probably not as typical as as uh, you know the thing it is true and um, uh, but i don't think the fix is so easy like it can't mm. um, i mean i mean one of the things which i think now is um, I, i mean i think which has always been a deterrent is this whole investment in coaching and the whole um, sort of um, um you know in the indian we are, we are sort of got a mindset uh, which is probably because we are a developing country i didn't say third world but you know mm-hmm. where we feel um that whatever uh, we put in education is like uh, investment not investment for uh, your quality of life but investment for your earning capacity so once mm. you sort of um, you know uh, put these two together your education and the job you you might get uh, then uh, all this coaching and everything else which comes along with it uh, uh, you know kicks in and uh, and there i think uh, a lot of people would not have sent their 
uh, girls to an expensive Girl, coaching sure. uh, thing, yeah. and that would weed out and um, you know a whole uh, band of uh, prospective uh, students. So they would absolutely, have been, absolutely. you know, yeah, they would have been absolutely like uh, equivalent yeah. uh, to the boys, but they just didn't have that little edge uh, in this very ultra competitive uh, JE uh, exam. So. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 a very artificial pruning of the mm, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, that was uh, definitely so. Everything uh, uh, else about IIT, I I remember with an enormous amount of uh, kind of appreciation. Uh, but even mm. here, I should say this: uh, my teachers, not one of them, they all actually, I felt um, were. Um, I don't know, gender blind. Okay, I don't know if that's a good mm. word or not. In the sense, I never felt that um, uh, in any way in class that I was either singled out for better or worse. Mm. You know, I wasn't mm. given anything extra, nor was I pushed down um, uh, because of, of uh, you know, of, of being a girl. So literally, oh, uh, that I did feel. And, and that was actually mm. a very, uh, uh, you know, I, I took it for granted then. But it's something which is actually uh, says something for the system there. I mean, uh, so I I'm, I I appreciate that. Uh, nobody ever said yes, anything yes. about you know. Uh, so uh, you know, I was not singled out in any way. I mean, in that sense. Anyway, uh, that's that's very good to know because uh, at least within the academic ecosystem, if they have that kind of blindness, <laughs> what you're mentioning. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a good thing in a way. It's it's a very I good thing. I think it is a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Good yeah. thing yeah, because people shouldn't also. I mean, so so uh, I have sometimes, even I I have to admit, uh, been uh, maybe you know told by my own daughter who is also in in physics. So uh, tends to you know that you know that I don't understand uh, maybe uh, the difficulties of 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 young women enough because you know for me I I. I you know, I I did it. Uh, so uh, uh, I so I sort of expect a little bit more from them, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, in terms of you know, uh, so I probably uh, so what what the young people tell me, and uh, I take that seriously, is that um, the teachers should be gender blind, but I as a, a woman scientist probably should be more sensitive to more to, sensitive. to the uh, to to the to the gender thing so my only thing was that um, while that is there is some truth to it uh, mm. i still feel that um, there is the most sustainable uh, setup is when you feel that you can handle it you don't have to go to uh, someone um, outside your you know uh, you don't look for outside support i mean sometimes you have to obviously but um, you know, as much of self-reliance as you can build is 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 the most you know that that no one can take from you is the way I I see exactly. it. You know, other people it's kind of all, also yeah. yeah yeah. It's a it's a very liberating thing, right? Because you exactly be, exactly you know, yeah. yeah. I think you said it right. Yeah, it is something hmm. which where uh, where you are yourself and you can you know do it. it and it's also it, it's it's a great feeling. I mean, it's it's actually a good feeling. So I, I, I feel it's it's something which maybe is, is worth Yeah, I hope, hopefully also the changing economic landscape can also help kind of uh, you know, reduce these barriers because uh, at least within whatever experience I have gained over the last uh, few years, I've seen that people who may 
come from reasonably uh, okay background i'm not telling even somebody who is coming from very rich uh, background if they have some kind of an economic uh, uh, support uh, they would be able to access uh, including all genders i mean to say here uh, access uh, things which are otherwise uh, were not available uh, for uh, normal people in, yes. in the earlier uh, age absolutely yeah. and i think that is that is totally true and the access mm. also to to things which are uh, you know uh, uh, to resources has become exactly. so yeah. has has freed up the uh, i mean it's it's uh, that is one of those big uh, you know democratizing sort of Absolutely. influences of of technology the good one mm-hmm. <laughs> there are bad good, ones good but one, this yeah. one is is most is is really true that you can go and you know uh, uh, look for the for the for the best uh, uh, textbook for yeah. instance or or any other resource yeah indeed i mean Absolutely. that is Absolutely. true yeah, yeah fascinating so now uh, uh, in in this kind of ecosystem within uh, uh, iit kanpur you're also learning new things because i know you're a physicist right. but uh, you also have a very okay. strong foundation in chemistry this is very surprising and it's also yes. not easy <laughs> in, in 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 a system uh, because the barrier between physics and chemistry sociologically is very very large uh, can I you please know. tell us <laughs> yes 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 uh, yeah i know in fact so much so that uh, some people even think i'm a mathematical physicist i mean so in fact i i the number of theses in applied math or the number of talks i give in the math department is also very large so it's in fact the only uh, talk i gave in i mean so far uh, online in in aisa pune was in the math club of aisa pune <laughs> so 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 it's it's wow. in that uh, <laughs> so 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 that's you know quite a shift right uh, so uh, so yeah, but yeah. Uh, but what happened was uh, really uh, again um, uh, uh, is is that i got interested in nonlinear dynamics and um, this is if there is any particular sort of uh, um, you know uh, thing in 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 physics that is naturally uh, uh, interdisciplinary it is nonlinear dynamics so yes, uh, yes. i had a sort of um, so it was the subject which led me to physics that is i mean uh, the the field of research rather which led me to to physics not that physics led me to to this field no, of research yeah, so it was the other way around uh, really um, uh, uh, so uh, it is true that uh, i thought um, uh, again a little accidentally uh, that i would mm-hmm. do my phd in tifr uh because mm. i got uh, i had read a few things on chaos and i found it absolutely fascinating so it's like mm. the real disruptor of 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 <coughs> classical mechanics you know well known yeah, yeah. uh, concepts some, somehow as you know it's like a new frontier and a new kid in the very old block kind of thing so i was absolutely excited um and mm. uh, so i thought i would uh, work with uh, ram ramaswamy and um, so in 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 uh, tifr uh, all of it comes under the umbrella of school of physics chemical yeah, physics yeah. also so uh, you have to go through the interview of the school of physics actually i mean uh, in order to yeah, be in yeah. chemical physics so um, so okay uh, so that happened and uh, and then when i uh, started off i uh, didn't know anything i mean that uh, that mm. is not mm. that surprising um, but mm. uh, 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 ram gave an excellent um, uh, classical mechanics uh, grad uh, a school for for uh, you know uh, for my uh, uh, the first semester in tifr it was uh, it was tough 
everyone complained because they all felt that it was geared only to bring me up to speed and they didn't need to know mm-hmm. all those things <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was it was a it was a terrific course it had uh, no textbooks because people hadn't quite written textbooks which now in fact i can teach these courses out of some terrific textbooks but uh, in my time uh, you had to sort of uh, uh, you know in fact one of the resources was a set of lesouche lectures uh, uh, which oh. michael berry had given so they were all still not textbooks but uh, really uh, a very very uh, uh, exciting time for me and um, and then again i think i'm a accidental researcher nothing is designed in my life so i just one thing led to another and and i got deeper and deeper into it and it seemed as if it was more physics than chemistry at some point and um, mm. so that's how i uh, ended up uh, more in the <coughs> physics uh, well I just became a physicist i suppose uh, but uh, i have to say that in my my thesis is is the most uh, uh, i mean it has really no thread i mean i i hate to say this it has four chapters which have nothing to do with each other so uh, essentially mm-hmm. the first bit was very chemical physics because i i used to understand the atomic and molecular physics coming from from chemistry having chemistry, uh, been taught yeah. by pt narsimhan and you know absolutely mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know level mm-hmm. uh, they really drilled it into me so i was mm-hmm. con- i mean i i uh, that's something i understood so i sort of started off with uh, quantum chaos because in a sense that was uh, in those days uh, a little bit more uh, aligned to the interests of chemical physicists and naturally mm. so because um, it had to do with uh, spectra and spectroscopy and in fact one of those one chapter was on atomic uranium and <clears throat> this one was funny because mm. ram asked me to uh, write to brc and ask them for data and brc i got one very official letter saying we don't <coughs> part with data okay not in such uh, casual terms <laughs> but in short yeah. you're getting nothing from us then ram said okay take a chance and write to los alamos Uh, and see if you get something and then they sent me a whole bunch oh, of data and so so that was uh, one chapter so i could analyze it from the random matrix theory point of view uh, so all that was there and so i th- and then uh, uh, the of course in the middle of all this uh, <clears throat> it, it 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 also got very messy because uh, in a sense ram uh, left to take a job in jnu um, uh-huh. at the end mm. uh, at the end of my second year so this is the point where i should have probably if i was sensible maybe joined deepak as in deepak dhar or or musansir mm-hmm. or somebody uh, mm-hmm. but then i was a little bit hooked into this and so i said okay you know i will manage to do it uh, and uh, this is the only thing i'm very proud of i did finish in 4 years <laughs> because i just wow, <laughs> because i didn't want to prolong this thing too too long anyway but uh, Uh, so so one of the things though again uh, i i i tell everyone things you know life happens you know stuff you know, you, you can't control everything i mean uh, you know uh, you you'll have to deal with whatever comes but if you can make everything a little bit of an opportunity uh, at least you know you can spin it for you like for instance this thing where where, where ram was in delhi and i was in uh, bombay uh, mm-hmm. didn't work out so badly in one way of course it was bad because uh, you know this was pre uh, internet uh, it was pre mobile phone so it was literally yeah, handwritten yeah. letter time uh, <laughs> so it was and 15 days by post and uh, okay uh, so but i did learn one thing mm. i learned mm. a not to 
rely on my uh, mentor to solve small mm. problems so if anything looked as if i could handle it i it, it took much less time if i sort of sweat it out Start over two, two weeks and uh, you know because i i just it was i had no one so to uh, mm. you know mm. so in that sense of, uh, that was a good thing and the second good thing was uh, this i have, i uh, i would you know i think all all young students should to do is that i used to write up my results because i had Wonderful. no way i couldn't actually you know just go to him and say look i've got this and you know it's on the on the screen and you can you have mm. i didn't have that so i had to write letters right so i had to write and so uh, uh, but this was i think a a, a very good uh, discipline uh, because um, also to choose what i write because i didn't have to write everything mm, mm. to sort of say okay mm. this seems to be a salient thing which i could convey to him and uh, so little bit of judgment little bit of discipline and uh, and to do that uh, somewhat boring job of writing but uh, i i so i that was the good thing the bad thing was i became a very lonely worker i'm i'm a gregarious person mm. socially but professionally mm. i became a very lonely sort of Uh, worker and i stayed mm. a lonely worker for another 5 6 years i think uh, uh, till i wow. had okay. uh, yeah I, i i didn't mind it i mean I, so so th- so some people in fact would see all those single author papers in my bureau you know, mm. very mm. large number of this and when they would meet me they would say that somehow they got the impression that i was you know uh, socially uh, you know not all there <laughs> and you know i was like one of those <laughs> you know so they said okay we just can't quite uh, relate this to the It's fact that you are a bit is <laughs> a, a, a bit lonely uh, professionally no that, that's I, a I that's an important that. thing in fact uh, in fact hmm. i also kind of uh, hmm. kind of uh, understand the uh, viewpoint you you are bringing in because uh, you know uh, there is a solitude and there is a loneliness yeah probably the solitude is as important uh, to research as any other uh, things what you would uh, have a, have as a preamble to do good work Right. Uh, and uh, the other point is you very uh, correctly mentioned about the writing aspect of it yeah uh, this is something which generally is not uh, you know formally discussed especially in the research community especially right. in india more so from from a physics viewpoint because right. uh, students generally get carried away if they can do the math uh, which they are, yeah. a lot of them are very good they would be able right. to do the stuff Yeah. but there is lot more to it than just you Correct. know getting the equation right uh, yeah. do you want to elaborate on that bit more yeah i i would absolutely uh, yeah so the other thing i would like to uh, i i mean I, i definitely tell my own students is that um it's not just an act of writing it is a act mm. of uh, you know you uh, otherwise you know it's not just a bunch of data right it's not a lab report at some point Absolutely. you are uh, you're distilling uh, you know what what about it did you like what about the did you know made uh, you know had that little bulb in your head and and where does it fit in i mean mm. so in the fitting in you have to read a little so you can't just write without reading uh, so that is also uh, you know uh, one of the things and uh, so it it was i, I think uh, it is it's it, i it's a hard thing but it is something mm. which is uh, uh, which i think is is uh, is training uh, and uh, you know part of um, expressing uh, uh, our results and trying to 
get the world interested in what what in this yeah. case the world was just my advisor but still i had to interest him a little right to say mm, that okay mm. i've been working on this maybe there's something in in what i've got so i had to you know uh, so i think that was there yeah uh, though after very, that very interesting uh, yeah <laughs> so uh, after, uh, after that though um, i went to uh, delhi for a month to write up my thesis um, first mm. of course to ask him is there enough to write a thesis and mm. he said yes just write it it's fine um, and uh, this was the this was very boring i have to say writing mm. the thesis it was uh, i was getting completely bored and uh, then i saw a preprint on ram's desk which was a uh, a preprint which was actually a IEEE preprint i never mm. read IEEE you know i okay, never re- yeah. read um, i mean mm. you know in in what i was doing so far uh, but it was written succinctly <laughs> and it was so to the point and there was a germ of an idea there uh, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, got me very excited and it was on control and uh, mm. so after that uh, so though ram said that i had enough to write the thesis i sort of bargained and said that on the side i'll do this thing i i just have a small idea based on this and um, if it gets done it will be like the last chapter if not you know it's declared done uh, so he was okay mm. with that uh, i mean uh, or whatever he said it's fine uh, and uh, mm. so in that uh, so this last thing which i had done in my thesis which i feel still very happy about uh, was on adaptive control of nonlinear systems now this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the time when it came was not something anyone was talking about and partly because everyone mm. was selling chaos as that thing which is extremely sensitive ext- un- unpredictable uh, uh, determinism so you know so everything was in this uh, exponential sensitivity and uh, things like that so which is the exact opposite of control so it's that mm, you know mm. uh, so uh, and uh, engineers were not touching it with a barge pole because they said mm. our business is to make something which is so almost linear that you can mm. get it to work like clockwork and so what is in it for us so they were i mean okay not in so many words but uh, um, <laughs> so uh, so uh, somehow I, uh, i that was the first time i felt there was this opportunity to do something where um it was in some sense approach it like an engineer as in uh, mm. what can you do to the system which has a desired effect i i like i mean mm. so they are very straightforward i mean the, you know all this beauty and the stuff that doesn't cut mm. it for them i mean they need the end result and in some sense some problems in physics also need an end result in that sense so, so yeah so Absolutely. this was not what i had dealt with so far but this last problem was and uh, though uh, we didn't get as much traction for it as we probably uh, could have uh, in the sense that uh, i think maybe 3 months after that um, ot greboji and york wrote a very famous paper on control uh, which went mm-hmm. to uh, prl ours went to physicadi it was very long it was my entire chapter actually <laughs> so oh, that okay. took time okay. by <laughs> the time anyone saw it uh, but but there's uh, was there uh, it was a slightly different idea but uh, it's a mm. citation classic with 20000 sites or something ours has like only like 200 or something <laughs> so so it wasn't it wasn't uh, uh, great in comparison but I'll, i think it is still sort of recognized as one of the early things yeah yeah uh, even though it's not uh, kind of uh, it didn't uh, probably uh, have a spin off in terms of things but uh, for me i don't 
honestly i don't care about all that uh, metric stuff all that follows or not uh, but uh, what i learned from that exercise i uh, tried to use later on as well and that is uh, people have ideas in other fields uh, which can trigger a train of thought in 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 your thing mm-hmm. so it is always uh, so as i said this was triggered by a ieee paper and uh, mm. so in a, in a sense you know uh, everything is fair game in in this you know it's it's all all ideas so you know if something uh, comes from somewhere uh, just uh, go for it yeah so absolutely I, this is something was, uh, yeah 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 in fact you know it's it's such an important aspect uh, in the process of uh, creativity in general and scientific creativity in particular because uh, especially for uh, people who are starting research there is always a burden of having to really get all the knowledge and only then start that is a perception which generally is is uh, given but uh, it is not uh, true at all right oh, because uh, you, you'll never start yeah. <laughs> i mean you'll never is, start yeah, yeah exactly. there is nothing like enough so in fact the only thing is that if you find that at one point you don't have enough knowledge and it's out there uh, please pause and go pause. figure it out and then come back yeah 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 so absolutely uh, sir. absolutely yeah. correct uh, yeah but otherwise it's so uh, pertinent it, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah jumping in yeah. is essentially the only way to do research i mean <laughs> jumping <Absolutely>. right in <laughs> and uh, right in right in yeah, in fact yeah. so much so that even like uh, people like steven weinberg have also exactly called the same strategy as you know jumping into the water and then start swimming <laughs> swimming yeah <laughs> and then, right, okay, right. And then, then you yeah. get started with some something which which yeah. is already there you'll do a dog uh, paddle maybe and just keep your head yeah. afloat but yeah, you'll afloat get somewhere yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 no no this is very important part of uh, yeah. what you're mentioning now other thing a strand i want to just kind of uh, kind of you know uh, explore a little bit is that you know even ram who is your who was your phd advisor also had a chemistry background if i am correct yes, and you also had a had a kind of a chemistry background you know this is a very unusual situation because yeah. uh, i you are in the physics department i am in the physics yeah. department the sociological barrier of uh, of people who coming from slightly more chemistry background uh, is not generally welcome in the physics atmosphere i'm not telling everybody is kind of biased or something like that it's just a social yeah. social aspect of it you're completely how, how right are, how, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're completely right yeah what you what you said is something yeah. which uh, uh, yeah 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 please go ahead please go ahead yeah, yeah. so so w- what uh, i mean you're, you're spot on there about what what you said so mm. um, and indeed um, uh, there are uh, different ways of uh, doing it so uh, i mean dealing with it uh, i think ram has uh, actually stayed more with chemistry i mean he did not mm. Um, mm. Uh, his thread with chemistry stayed uh, mine mm. essentially snapped at, at yeah, the yeah. end of my second chapter i think of my thesis more mm. or less mm. after mm. that i uh, okay. i found uh, certain things more more exciting um again yeah, i yeah. should say that um, uh, uh, design was never part of any of this mm. it was i was just following my interest um uh, so mm-hmm. it is true that uh, it it made things a little difficult for me when i tried to get a mm. job um yeah yeah uh, it was not easy especially in a teaching place um so mm. uh, they uh, uh, and they were right there were things which i had not studied 
because, you mm. know, I didn't study a few things. And I did have lacuna. And all I had told people in, in these interviews is, is if they mm. can learn it, I can teach it. So I can actually, I mean, so in fact, the first course I taught in ISA after, you know, uh, in, in math science for 14 years, I only taught graduate courses. So I taught what I mm. knew, like, you know, I could just teach in my sleep. But uh, yeah. when I went to ISA, what happened was that there was no one at that point who could teach a solid state physics course. It happened. Mm, mm. <clears throat> so they were like, okay. And I wasn't, I'm sure, you know, I didn't, I hadn't quite done it or whatever. But then mm. I said, okay, I mean, what would be? I would just have to start a month before these kids and, and get of <laughs> it. I mean, I, I'm backing my own own head on this. I will manage. I mean, I, I mean so here I'm telling you my, my toughness, which came from IIT student grade stead. Excellent. Oh, you know, whatever at me, I'll, it's okay. I mean, okay, I may not manage to give you like the best perspective. Um, but by the time I taught it the second time, I had read so much on it that I, I was beginning to even appreciate a little more than that. But that's a different matter. But the whole point is that, uh, uh, you know, teaching is a little bit uh, you know, one has to, mm, again, mm. like research, um, there is nothing like I know the subject so well that I can, I mean, there are things I can teach, as I said, in my sleep, but um, not everything. Mm. And that's okay. I mean, uh, you put in a little bit like, you know, I think last semester I taught, uh, uh, I took the modern physics lab for 250 mm. students. I'm not an experimentalist. I and so yeah, I was I was a little nervous. I mean, I hope you know if equipment, uh, you know, I have to do something about all the pieces of it. But you know, it's it's all right. You can challenge yourself a little bit. There is a little rush of adrenaline there also, right? I mean, you're doing yeah, something yeah. you haven't done before. Everything needn't be easy. This is what I'm saying. Nobody says uh, you know everything has to be easy. It has to be worth it, as they say. It has to wonderful. be wonderful. Wonderful. You have sort of you know get something out of it so uh, i i'm okay with this uh, but uh, i think others did not obviously naturally did not buy this uh, mm. uh, fully and i had a few issues with trying to get a job um, mm. uh, it mm. was also to do with the fact that uh, a couple uh, we were uh, already married uh, uh, yeah, had a yeah. job in TIFR and that was mm. the mecca of math and everyone said oh, mm. you're never going to move from this high ground uh, so you know uh, you know you have to scramble around and look for things in Bombay so not only am I limited by my training but I'm also limited by geography so this sure. was beginning <laughs> to get a little mm. bit hard um, mm. uh, so so uh, but then uh, uh, it also coincided with the uh, uh, flurry uh, a very nice uh, year of my own life in terms of work where I got some bunch of PRLs including a single author one so I, at least I had something. I mean, you can't call me not a physicist. I, I am Absolutely. publishing these things. Absolutely. And it's single author too. So you can't say X did it and I was just doing something, right? I mean, so Absolutely. I was putting myself out there, hoping something mm. will work and something worked. And it wasn't the best, um, but uh, I was, uh, it was enough to keep me afloat. So I think Absolutely. that is all one needs. You don't want to go down under completely. You want to sort mm. of, hover on the thing so that you know little opportunity to keep doing what you like doing i mean 
that absolutely. is that, uh, that's all I, I want. I was I I didn't have any great ambition or anything in that sense. So mm. all the mm. good things that have happened have happened. I don't know. So I, I just I'm just grateful for it. Nothing more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. In fact, you know that kind of you know intellectual random walk, <laughs> so to speak. is what yeah. actually makes life even more interesting uh, in in a way of course it's a benefit of hindsight i should mention it's a, yeah. true true yeah. uh, but yeah. uh, but a little bit is is uh, uh, i mean one should also retain a little fun in the whole whole thing right i mean not uh, i mean there is there is a playfulness in this whole thing where you you know try this and that and and not everything will work out that's of course true Absolutely. I mean, um, that yeah. is always there yeah 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 So of course, I had. A, a, I mean, personally speaking, I had. I mean, Kapil did move, which is not mm. a, a very common thing in you know for certain people. I'm sure. Um, so I was. I I I was at least liberated from the geography constraints. Mm. That mm. Uh, so that at least kept me afloat. I mean, so you know, people's. Uh, I mean, one can't dissociate uh, the luck in personal life from luck. You know. Uh, career absolutely, part absolutely. everything matters in life so yeah so absolutely so, so after yeah. tfr you you then moved out to which place uh, uh, so i uh, went to ictp of um, uh, ah, okay. uh, 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 so i was a uh, uh, well those days they, uh, i maybe even i don't know what they call them we were called visiting scientists so i mean i had not mm, even mm. defended my thesis actually still so but uh, but it was a postdoc is the way i see it um, and uh, so i was uh, there at that point i uh, oh, so my first problem there was with a hardcore uh, statistical uh, physics person uh, and it was uh, uh, just came out of a discussion over coffee um, because i uh, see, deepak uh, uh, deepak dhar uh, was um, in some sense my informal mentor in tifr to be honest Yeah. So, uh, please tell us about your ICTP experience. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, hmm. so in some sense, uh, that was uh, um, one of the first uh, uh, kind of. Um, uh, it, it was actually uh, I I got to work with uh, statistical physics people in a in a hmm. collaborative way. Uh, I was mentored, I must say, by uh, Deepak Dhar uh, in in TIFR. Uh, he. Uh, he often uh, you know when i ask deepak what what you know what should i call you you know you were not my advisor he says you can call me my your caretaker <laughs> according to him he was my caretaker <laughs> so <laughs> i mean it's a kind of you know but he in fact um, i think ram didn't have time to go through my thesis and it was deepak who, mm. who read through it and passed it so um, Wow. So I did um, hear a lot from him about self-organized criticality. In fact, I was like, mm. really, I just wanted to work on it. Um, but by that time, I had kind of uh, finished my thesis. So in uh, mm. in ICTP, I met another statistical physics person, Aisha Erzan, and uh, she. Mm. Um, uh it was uh, so she, uh, she said okay uh, how do you think about these self organized things and i said look uh, i'm a dynamical systems person and for me it's a i i think of it as a strange attractor in a certain space mm-hmm. and so we did a very quick calculation i mean 
it uh, there was some intensive uh, um, computation but uh, essentially in a couple of uh, months we finished it and that was uh, my uh, uh, my first uh, prl with with where two of us both of us were women actually <laughs> as it happened wow wonderful <laughs> yeah wonderful. As, it was very nice uh, so mm. uh, so uh, and we also learned to to do tech for the first time you know there's always a first ah. time for things <laughs> yeah uh, and our first draft was all on one line <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway uh, so so we learn so i learned every you know everything is a learning process uh, yeah yeah and so i i i uh, kind of it was uh, uh, interesting and then i uh, i uh, my uh, uh, the uh, after that of course she left and she went uh, 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 back to turkey and uh, my uh, b- but i did have uh, another fellow postdoc uh, gabriel mm. perez and um, uh, who actually read more than me in some sense which was nice so he said uh, there is this paper by this japanese person uh, kunihiko kaneko and uh, let's just uh, think around those lines you know uh, i think uh, he's on to something and he was and uh, so we started working on the couple map lattices so basically till that point i had been looking at low dimensional um, uh, nonlinear systems you know maybe mm. modeled by two three ordinary differential equations or you know maybe a map or maybe a two two three dimensional map uh, but this was like a lattice of maps and uh, so you could bring in all the pattern formation which people knew from reaction diffusion and other sources and uh, so uh, this for me uh, was again a, a new and uh, exciting uh, time and uh, we did a whole lot on on that and uh, yeah uh, so after that uh, Uh, yeah the, the, the uh, that was i think the bulk of my uh, work uh, over over many papers uh, in in okay. ictp yeah 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 mm-hmm. uh, my mentor there was hilda sadera um, uh, mm-hmm. though i think uh, essentially gabriel and i would would uh, work uh, you know uh, we were a bit self driven in that sense uh, Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah so uh, the fun part was i actually got someone to talk to and uh, as i said you know i was a little isolated so uh, it mm-hmm. was uh, it was great uh, you know actually literally sitting together and and doing uh, calculations yeah it was nice yeah wonderful yeah. wonderful yeah. so yeah. Uh, one of the aspects which is very interesting and uh, this actually is uh, important on uh, for all all people including uh, young researchers is the ability to choose a problem and try to actually you know formulate it and uh, kind of make it more relevant interesting so uh, suleshna uh, i have also observed that uh, the articulation in your writing is very good including on uh, in, uh, uh, informal platforms like facebook you do actually express your thoughts very uh, specifically and also with uh, great clarity how did you, how did it come about how, how what was that <laughs> kind of played a role could you please yeah tell well i mean okay thank you for saying so but uh, i uh, well i all all i can say is just this that i do i don't put the first thing that occurs to in in my head on on paper immediately i do polish it a little as in like mm-hmm. I, i run through it one time to see how it sounds uh, uh, so maybe it's just work i don't know 
but mm. I, I, I have no idea. But uh, but it is. I do think uh, that uh, that writing is is not one of those. Uh, you know, like uh, you do need to go back to it once, and uh, it's also nice to let uh, your uh, whatever you've written rest a little, and when you look at it with fresh eyes. Um, Mm, it mm. it may uh, uh, you know you know for instance uh, flags and tone for instance uh, i have mm. found that uh, uh, while i'm in it you know it sounds okay but if i revisit that thing it doesn't uh, sort of you know something is off and the, so so maybe uh, just uh, yeah but uh, yeah, I, I i i don't know if uh, if it is anything more than a little bit of care i suppose other than that i can't uh, yeah but i i uh, it was important to us uh, all through my life uh, to um, uh, to be able to express oneself is a is a is an important mm. thing uh, uh, to thing, to yeah. Uh, yeah so i it, it's something which 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 is in my head space that is for sure i mean Excellent. i give it Excellent. some some premium yeah <laughs> yeah premium yeah. yeah that's that's an important uh, skill to develop uh, for any researcher Nowadays, for anybody, right? Because for uh, anybody, I think, yeah. yeah, right, right. Or, uh, or uh, I did a lot of administration. Oh God, I don't. Uh, but mm. so, so, <laughs> so, uh, so in that, uh, I, uh, I felt uh, whatever uh, you know. In in research, it's still a faceless um, reader. Uh, uh, but here, you know, it is. It's a very, very physical person, um, and uh, uh, you have to probably draw on a slightly different skill set. But there is no escape from investing in in saying the right thing in the right tone and the right way. Oh. I mean, uh, there is there is you can say the exact same thing and it would still have a certain impact on the other person, um, uh, which mm. uh, which actually uh, you know the way you say it is often as important as what you're saying. You know, uh, uh, and this this actually I did feel even when I was <laughs> dealing with people uh, uh, in in all my administrative capacities uh, uh, also uh, not just uh, you know as a researcher yeah yeah absolutely, yeah, so, absolutely. yeah 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 that, that's that's very very interesting and important so now uh, you you make your uh, transition from ictp to elsewhere yeah okay <laughs> so uh, again all kinds of bad career decisions, but uh, I uh, thought I would uh, come back to India. Uh, a a oh. lot of, uh, I wish I could give it a spin, like, you know, I want to be committed to the country and all that. Uh, but mm. in all honesty, I don't think I can do that. Uh, I came mm. back because um, Kapil wanted to uh, come back to TIFR. And um, at that point, um, uh, that seemed to be a good option and uh, you know mm. and so i thought i would uh, look around for something in the country mm. Uh, uh, mm. again uh, uh, not a not a designed career as uh, as mm. as you can see from from you know uh, none of these are great decisions but uh, mm. uh, the only thing which i held on to was that i uh, just had these ideas in my head which you know uh, were uh, you know i i did not uh, stop thinking about uh, physics at any point so i um, that that was one thing uh, i did uh, and Wonderful. also I, I i've told people a lot of times you know one shouldn't sweat too much about you know where you are going because um, uh, uh, you know there are at the end of the day you look at all the options you have and you choose the best one 
you know mm-hmm. i i know when you say it uh, when you uh, so my mother would say this is of course a line from someone who is not a very ambitious person it's probably true mm-hmm. uh, but i am a happy person <laughs> for that so exactly. so uh, yeah i i i and uh, there is you know it is something which has given me uh, equilibrium and a sense of balance with what um, and what i thought was the best choice may or may not be the best professional choice it was the best life choice at that point whatever it meant Absolutely. and and i took it uh, i the only thing i'm grateful for is that i did not um, uh, lose uh, lose it i i i was given opportunity and whatever opportunity i got i just i went i ran with it so it's no, not no, like no. i i said that oh i had to uh, so when i came back i had to mm-hmm. be in ba uh, i was in barc for one and a half years um mm-hmm. it was so non ideal for me i uh, you know it was uh, mm. really not what uh, uh, was the right place for me at that point at all um mm. but i was trying to do the geography of of uh, bombay uh, mumbai uh, so and uh, so i took as i said so here i uh, i'm a little bit um, you know uh, maybe zen about things i mean in the sense okay mm. that was what i had i took it um uh, but as i keep telling people so it was hard and i did you know i think 3 hours 45 minutes of uh, local train commute to go from tifr to you know it was not easy none of this was easy but um I, the head was buzzing so i i mean as i said this was the year where i did write 3 prl so uh, you know sitting oh. in that place with no one else to quite to talk to but uh, so the point is that you should just stay afloat as much as you can so that um, you keep giving yourself a chance to to see what is in your head to see that it goes through uh, to a form and somewhere life will take care of you i mean at least uh, maybe it's it's just uh, uh, something we have to believe it may or may not happen but and somehow life did take care of me so it was okay i mean oh, so, wonderful so. wonderful it also <laughs> yeah. goes back to what you mentioned as a as a very important advice you got which was to be the best version of yourself yeah maybe it it really connects back to that point what <laughs> yeah, you what you mentioned absolutely right yeah right? yeah uh, absolutely in fact, yeah in fact this this uh, uh, because you touched upon a very important point of uh, uh, the ambition ambition is a very subjective part of it right because uh, ambition is already always a benchmark you have uh, from an external viewpoint That's whereas true. there is also an a, a, there is a semblance there is a something which is also important ambition to be oneself right right and, and that, that, true that, true mm-hmm. yeah and to realize what what uh, you know so oh, at the end of the day as a i mean i'm repeating this of course is that academics mm. is a way of life right it is not yeah. just a profession so you have to if you don't and there is no point looking at the end result the process is what you have to enjoy i mean uh, so uh, at the end the end result is just one point i mean the process is what takes your days and minutes and hours and you know, that's what what you do and so if you don't enjoy that and you only think of the, you know then really where's the fun so at least you have to keep enjoying the process so when you lose that um, i think there is a bit of an issue uh, uh, but yeah so this actually i i also got a little bit uh, in in conversations with my father where he would say that you should 
you know, uh, do something when you get the rust, I mean, the, the, the juice out of it, really. Mm-hmm. As in, you know, so uh, when you're not getting this sort of uh, juice out of your profession, then maybe, you know, you could do anything else, but, you know, you should look for that. I mean, and that is the main thing. It's, uh, you know, and that won't come from where you have reached or whatever. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. This is yeah. this is such an important piece of advice, not only for just students, but for everybody <laughs> in, in a sense, right? Because yeah. uh, a lot of times chasing goals uh, may actually be not the ideal situation. Uh, I'm not telling yeah. anybody not to do that. But, no, yeah, 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 yeah. True, 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 yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, so of course, it's it's very. It's very I, I mean, I know so many people who are uh, wonderfully, uh, you know, have have goals and have reached them also. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but all I'm saying is that there are, you know, that's the. I mean, maybe I'm talking like a village elder because I. I've reached a village elder stage of life. But the point is that I, I feel that diversity is a very, very important thing in, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, everywhere. And diversity is not just some, you know, tokenism that you do, everyone is different. It is, you have to understand there's no one way of doing things. Everyone Absolutely. does something which is, which uh, you, uh, and uh, so if you suddenly feel that you know maybe you're doing it in a way which others are not doing it but you are feeling good about it just just stay mm. with it i mean your own gut is probably you know trumps everyone else's expectation in 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 many ways so uh, so i think there is a, there is a little bit of uh, you know um, uh, too much of micromanaging uh, life which mm. i think is uh, is also you know it as I said, life happens, you know, so uh, only thing to hang on to is the, you know, trying to give yourself a little bit of opportunity to keep doing what you like doing. What and that, that is, you know, that will take you wherever it does. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm a bit <laughs> in this no. uh, frame of mind, have been in this frame of mind forever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it, it's a wonderful frame of mind to be to be very very frank because uh, you know if you also kind of compare and contrast to let's say the Western academics, yeah. which uh, I uh, we have great regards to, uh, but course. there is also an element of uh, of a kind of a flaw in in that system is that uh, you see so many of our nice good colleagues who have had great training. Uh, really burn out because of the fact that there is too much of cutthroat competition Absolutely. at no at no end you know chasing Absolutely. a very big grant becomes a yeah, means becomes, uh, a, right right so yeah. the other thing I absolutely feel uh, totally right because in in my head this whole academic life is a long distance run. It's not a sprint. Absolutely. It's not right. a sprint. Absolutely. It's not like there is this one tape at the end which you reach. It is literally not just a long distance. It is your life in some ways. I mean, life. so Absolutely. yeah. So so um, so this is of course also important for for women in a, in another way. Mm. So uh, is is because we often have. Uh, enforced interruptions um uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, typically when you have a kid or something and uh, and there i have uh, found i've often told my young uh, women colleagues uh, to be kind and patient with their own selves it's not it's mm-hmm. not what the world tells you it's not daycare it's not you know it's none of those things it is that your head will be a little downtime mm-hmm. for your head uh, mm-hmm. in the in the in the thing but you have to you know, you shouldn't uh, get 
panicky about it it will come back there is a way of course i mean if it doesn't come back in a year maybe uh, you have to worry <laughs> but otherwise you know you uh, you should um, give uh, your own self uh, space and and time it it also holds Absolutely. for for men colleagues because you see it happens i uh, some of my young colleagues because they come to me often and say you know i have not had an idea for like 6 months just wait you keep doing the regular stuff and you get a couple of things which you know you had to complete or maybe write a little and then you know it will come because if you keep thinking you put yourself in in a band uh, you know so you have to be a little you know you can't force the pace too much is what i feel yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. correct yeah. absolutely So, it, these are all really you know gems of uh, kind of uh, <laughs> thoughts and uh, i'm probably and sounding really... ancient by now but <laughs> no no not at all no no so... if if anything uh, the pratidhvani itself you know, sounds very ancient if you look at it that's but true the, it's the a... <laughs> yeah 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 could you could you please tell us a little bit about your uh, current research interests and what you're working on and uh, what are your uh, uh, specific uh, research problems you are looking into right okay so um so currently i've been um, interested in uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you can you hear me pavan Yes, yes, yeah. Please yeah, continue. Sorry, Please sorry, continue. sorry, sorry. Yeah, it it had flatlined at some point. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, no right. Problem. So uh, so 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 uh, so I have been sort of interested in maybe uh, two, three uh, somewhat uh, different um, uh, problems. So one of them is um, related to um, complex uh, networks. So these are uh, kind of. Um, you know collections of of nonlinear uh, dynamical units uh, in uh, complex topologies so uh, you know how the how the topology uh, kind of um, uh, influences the global patterns which which emerge from the system so it's a little bit of a dynamics of the network and dynamics mm-hmm. on the network and the interplay of these two uh, so that is something i've been interested in and um, and one of the patterns of course which a lot of people are interested in and and i too have got interested in is the is uh, how uh, extreme events arise in these systems and uh, yeah. you know yeah. how they may be mitigated or how they may be enhanced uh, and uh, i take a dynamical systems point of view because a whole lot of people look at extreme events as a statistical you know from from the viewpoint of statistics and uh, and of course mm-hmm. statistical physics people often uh, look at it in random networks or or in certain kinds of systems i am actually interested in um, in seeing what underlying uh, dynamical uh, uh, features can actually generate these events so what okay. what from from uh, nodal or local dynamics can uh, give rise to such uh, global events so that's one of the things uh, and But are i have you an old interest in system? in using um, nonlinear uh, phenomena for computing paradigms and um, it's something uh, which uh, uh, i have also uh, you know uh, done a, a lot of collaborative work uh, with um, experimentalists i can't do experiments but i i like to uh, think of um, uh, schemes which others can actually uh, put uh, 
you know, uh, to make it work in the lab and with engineers too, actually. And uh, so a little more on that uh, has now, uh, I've just started, you know, uh, doing something on um, uh, uh, statistical uh, kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, putting in a little bit of um, noise into the system, not just the deterministic dynamics. So uh, one uh, has... Uh, kind of noise-aided logic, and I have been uh, doing some stuff on that. It, it interests me a lot, including stochastic computing and um, and uh, invertible logic. That's my latest one, like literally a few months old, uh, which I've been uh, trying to, to, you know, get into shape. And um, the last thing which uh, in the recent years, which I started um, in during my uh, sabbatical actually, um, which was like about three, four years ago. And it was something which I was very resistant to and that's machine learning. So everyone was talking about it. And, uh, you know, sometimes this overhyped thing uh, uh, makes you very skeptical. And um, so I wasn't so interested, but then, it struck me that uh, in some sense, these uh, a neural network or uh, these algorithms can be thought of as a dynamical systems problem. And one of the things which really interested me was, uh, what can physics give to an AI algorithm? Okay, everyone was talking about what AI can give to physics. <clears throat> So that's the reverse question. So they're using AI for this physics problem, that physics problem, and the other physics problem. So I wanted the reverse question. I wanted to see uh, what principles of physics can we give to the black box <coughs> so that it does a, a really good job. So is there something which you can feed to the loss function, maybe a symmetry or, or something very uh, overarching that can actually help it. Though the input will be small, the, the effect would be uh, 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 really, uh, you know, uh, discernible. So uh, in some sense, um, uh, that was uh, what I've been working on also, and this interests me. Uh, the specific thing is called Hamiltonian neural network. So it puts in the loss function, the time invariant symmetry, and it, uh, really does enormously better than a vanilla neural net. And uh, Wonderful. one of the reasons why it does that is because it actually is asking, see, after all, uh, you know, we keep saying this AI gives you this and that. In a sense, it gives you nothing that you didn't ask it to give or put in there in some fashion, somewhere, maybe in, for instance, in the loss function. So if you sort of give it a constraint, uh, a broad constraint, uh, which mm. is mm. a physics principle, it then uh, can do enormously better. And what it could do was, what a, a normal neural net had great difficulty, uh, is that it recognized chaotic dynamics. Because the chaos, chaos doesn't have the pattern which it can learn, right? I mean, a predictable mm. system, you can always, you know, teach it, train it over something, and then it, you know, knows what comes ahead. The whole point is that you can't do that with, with chaotic dynamics. And so uh, this, whereas in, uh, you know, what it tried to learn was actually the Hamiltonian function, which is a generator and not the di uh, time series. So this uh, was, uh, you know, everyone gets excited with the last thing they're working on. And so this has been occupying some of my thoughts uh, of late. And we had a bunch of, uh, I think, nice papers on that. 
and uh, so Wonderful. so that is uh, what i have been up to uh, you know in in recent times right very nice very nice yeah yeah so uh, suzeshan tell us a little bit about uh, uh, about your thoughts on uh, indian science and uh, you have been also you, you know not only a professor but also a, a kind of an administrator who has taken some responsibilities uh, give us a little bit uh, yeah. of uh, your intuition on uh, huh. on what do you think about uh, indian science yeah. and if you could let us know a little bit more about that so so in some sense i would um, uh, say that the first thing which which i absolutely uh, think is necessary is that um, the the scientific establishment should be completely free and dissociated from um from the governmental uh you know uh control of of any kind and yeah, uh, yeah. and also free from bureaucratic control in 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 mm, in a very mm. real way and uh, so free from babudam of all kinds um mm. this this is much harder uh, to achieve mm. than of course to to just say in a podcast um it is hard mm. because uh, uh, you know the the usual thing which one one hears every time one ha- one tries to you know put one's independence uh, out there is that uh, they are the hand that feeds you and uh, the whole point is that um while that may be true uh, they are feeding us because there is a worth in what we do and we cannot do a worthwhile thing if we don't have the freedom so it is it is no point uh, you know uh, restricting uh, uh, people who are, who you are trying to invest in you know you are actually sort of uh, uh, not getting a full capacity return out of mm-hmm. it i mean um, Uh, the uh, the second thing is i felt this this leadership thing is 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 a bit dicey in the sense that uh, people uh, do not uh, somehow uh, have too much self worth or too much ego uh, related to it and a lot of it comes from you know trying to be the face of things or cornering credit and all these things are incentivized so somehow uh, The, the fact that it is just uh, you trying to get the system to work and you know it could be even behind scenes this doesn't seem to be you know uh, enough uh, motivation for people to be leaders and that is a bit unfortunate i mean this is just uh, sad mm-hmm. so in my opinion if you have to be in an administrative position the first thing is do no harm do not at least <laughs> yeah, yeah. do no harm i mean some of it is there is a good thing going and you know you you uh, try to sort of you know uh, completely sabotage the process and you know you think you can do better but in the process you have lost everything so uh, harm is often yeah. uh, you know a, a direct uh, consequence of hubris of some kind you know so uh, this i find is 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 a real problem uh, because well established things uh, tend to slip back and it's like alice said you have to keep running just to stay in the same place you know it is it is That's one correct. of those things which you have to keep doing just to 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 maintain and uh, uh, so you know anything else will will cause a slip back yeah so uh, i i feel uh, these are uh, very important and in some sense wherever there are human beings there's politics of course um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, academic politics or 
politics and science is is a different thing uh, than being connected to to politics in an arena which is uh, is is you know uh, governmental in some sense so that uh, i think uh, is uh, we have to safeguard against it and uh, uh, it's one of those things which which uh, i have felt over the last few years maybe a little more than than before yeah nice nice right last thing about uh, funding which i wanted to say this this comes from you know a lot of experience sitting in these uh, program advisory committees of dst and all that um so in a sense that uh, again one has to go for balance so once in a while uh, you know the whole uh, establishment goes overboard in the applied aspects so it's like everything has to be applied to some you know national scheme or the other now this is all very fine but you can't have we can't swing completely to the other side so it's like a knee jerk reaction uh, so that is not one one has to have sustained uh, kind of support for both things from of course the applied aspect and some of it which me uh, you know in our time would be called blue skies research mm. just research which helps understanding because at the end you know uh, human understanding is the core of of this endeavor so you know one cannot cut off one or the other and uh, so again balance in funding is very very important because often i've seen uh, you know one uh, one tends to like bandaid rip off one and just put it somewhere else and you know rip off another that is not how it works it's a sustained maybe a slow burn in in resources but it should go you have to uh, if you if you want returns you have to believe that what you have backed say 5 years ago still needs support to 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 go forward i mean uh, so i i feel that there is a little bit of uh, 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 a uh, jumping around in 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 this aspect which i find uh, uh, is always harmful both to the yeah. researcher yeah. individually and to uh, returns for the country in general i would say true true right one of the uh, things which we do on the podcast is to also request uh, guests to speak in their own uh, mother tongue so could you please tell us a little bit about your uh, motivations and research uh, in in your mother tongue suggestion okay uh, uh, this as i as i said before is is a, is a hard segment for me uh, and this is uh, more or less because i have been outside uh, west bengal for like three decades more than that yeah uh, so i'll i'll just say uh, just a few sentences if that is okay huh? yeah yeah sure yeah. sure no problem बोली रिलेटेड टू भाषा इन जेनरल जे रखम पपुलर सायस आर्टिकल बांगल् पढ़े कि आंडारस्टैंडिंग कि एप्रिसिएशन अनेक अनेक रकम ये क्योंकि एक जिन शुद्ध मन मन रखते जो प्रफेशनलि जो रिसार्चर होते चाहिए क्यों शुदू बांगलार गंडी गंडिर बहरे जेते ही क्यों शुदू शुदू 
বাংলা ভাষার উপর দক্ষতা থাকলে কিন্তু এটা এটাতেই আমাদের একটা সীমাবদ্ধ হয়ে যাব এখন এটা কিন্তু ইটস আ গ্লোবাল ফেনোমেনা কেন ধরো আমরা যদি জাপানে যাই বা জার্মানিতে যাই ফ্রান্সে যাই ওরাও হয়তো থিসিস অবধি হয়তো জ্যাপানিজে লিখবে হয়তো ফ্রেঞ্চ বা জার্মানি লিখবে কিন্তু যে ম্যানুস্ক্রিপ্টে যখন সাবমিট করবে সেটা কিন্তু সব ইংরেজিতেই হবে বেসিক্যালি এখন লাস্ট হয়তো এই একশো দুশো বছর এখন এটা মানে হিস্টোরিক্যালি স্পিকিং পুরো পাবলিশিং ইন্ডাস্ট্রি পুরো দ্য ল্যাঙ্গুয়েজ অফ সায়েন্স হ্যাজ শিফটেড টু ইংলিশ মানে এখন ইংরেজিটা মানে ইট ইস প্রায় সারভাইভেলের জন্যেই এটা এটা জানা মানে জানতে হবেই কেন প্রফেশনালি যদি করতে চাই কিন্তু শুধু যদি আমরা আনন্দ পেতে চাই বা বা নতুন জিনিস শুনতে চাই জানতে চাই সেটা নিশ্চয়ই মানে বাংলাতে তো করা যায় এবং করা উচিত এবং করা হয়ও এতজন আমার প্রচুর বন্ধু সত্যি সুন্দর লেখে বাংলায় অনেক রকম বিজ্ঞানের অনেক রকম লেখা আমি দেখেছি বাংলাতে খুবই সুন্দর লেখা কিন্তু কিন্তু যদি আমরা ক্রস ওভার করতে চাই যে আমরা প্রফেশনাল সায়েন্টিস্ট হব তাহলে কিন্তু শুধু বাংলার গন্ডির নিজেকে রাখা সম্ভব নয় আর সেই জন্যে সেটাই আমি একমাত্র শুধু বলবো যে যে ভাষাটা সবসময় যেন এনেবলিং জিনিস হয় কিন্তু ভাষাটা যেন লিমিটেশনের জিনিস না হয় এই এই আর কি আর তো আর তো কিছু বলে উঠতে পারছি না সেই that you would need to to know uh, a language like english uh, just historically that's the way it is in this yeah, point yeah, in time true that's correct yeah. that's correct so uh, the the uh, language in which you spoke was very uh, you know elegant and also you know connects an important aspect of uh, uh, kind of you know bridging between science and uh, other languages and you did mention uh, about the english uh, language which is equally important and yeah. Then, yeah yeah so now, because uh, in fact uh, you know i mean my friends and like you you've been to japan so you know they it's yeah. a, it's a big thing in their country i mean they talk about it all absolutely. the time as absolutely. to how to strike the balance yeah so it is not just us absolutely yeah. correct yeah yeah absolutely correct absolutely mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. so uh, now we're going to go into the next segment and uh, towards mm-hmm. uh, we are also coming towards the conclusion where uh, i'm going to request you to recommend uh, uh, our listeners uh, uh some uh, things which has really you know inspired you motivated you in terms of uh, books uh, cinema or uh, art or any any kind of uh, uh, right. any kind of external <laughs> motivated right yeah. right 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 yeah yeah so this this is a, a, a fun segment of course and uh, mm-hmm. so i i will have to say that um uh, i um uh, you know uh, this is unfortunate i think it's probably speaking for a lot of people i have not been managing to read uh, books um, 
in the in in a, in the manner in which i used to read it it's it's a little bit in my head it's a bit like t20 and test matches because there's so much uh-huh. content which is bite sized on on the net that one keeps reading these you know blogs for instance and you know yeah. uh, you know it's harder to take a book but um uh, i have my favorites and i am also given to rereading my favorites so uh, for instance mm-hmm. um, i i swing between two extremes at one end i i just love murder mysteries i know it doesn't sound oh. all fancy yeah and uh, wow. i am a huge fan of um, a couple of uh, writers uh, and uh, like pt james who happens to be a woman mm. actually and uh, and um, uh, you know uh, the amanda cross and sara paretsky mm-hmm. so amanda cross i really like because um, mm. this is a pen name of a, of an academic in colombia actually mm. and she has uh, uh, the central character is, is a woman detective called kate fansler and you know even mm. if i give you the the uh, you know the title of the book you'd be intrigued for instance one of my favorite books was death in a tenured position so you can see you know wow. academic <laughs> yeah so great great fun and it's great fun to have a academic setup for a murder mystery and to have a mm-hmm. have a woman academic at the center of it so it was great i used mm. to like wick for shorsky who was a sara paretsky's character uh, which was chicago based a lot also so i i love mm. murder mysteries on one side i like a certain genre of um, um of science fiction uh, which is like the stanislaw lem kind of thing so i love solaris fiasco all these uh, memoirs in a bathtub so that kind of thing where mm. there is a concept which he has and the mm. story sort of you know uh, is literally like a illustration of the concept in 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 a, in a high concept uh, so i love those mm. uh, ones uh, a, 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 a whole lot um, and uh, just the other day i was trying to reread uh, a milan kundera book called immortality and everyone mm-hmm. told me i'm doing this because i'm reaching this age where you know <laughs> <laughs> so so i said look i read it first when i was young i'm just rereading it with a new fresh look uh, which which you know years of living give to you uh, so i i i like rereading a, a lot of things which i have So of course I have a stack which I need to read like there's a Bill Bryson which uh, which I haven't read and it's like you know sitting and uh, on uh, a short history of almost everything just I nice. the yeah the book is so good and I loved his other books mm. like uh, Notes from a Small Island and all that so uh, mm. I so th- these are the kind of things I I like I love movies I it's mm. like uh, I I can see anything from time past to riti ghatak so i i huh. just absolutely love the visual medium in in all all forms and movie is very much there uh, and mm. uh, so i should say that in in kanpur i had taken a course on film appreciation from satish bahadur of of fdii uh, wow. a full wow, full okay. semester where we had to scrutinize mm-hmm. the screenplay um, you know we were given pothir pachali after that i can't mm. watch it again it's like i have seen uh, every line of that screenplay um, <laughs> so yeah but uh, this is a very old passion for me because it started when i was in school and uh, i watched in a film festival uh, like a half a dozen rithik ghatak like one after another so like literally i i took uh, rithik ghatak and saw everything uh, that he had uh, done as it was a retrospective so uh, and it left this you know I, i like picking up one person and then seeing their whole uh, you know uh, repertoire in some sense uh, so i i i like that but as i said i can 
uh, I like time pass also. And of the modern mm-hmm. people, I, I even like, you know, uh, if someone says, oh, you don't watch Hindi movies? I said, I do. Like, I like Vishal mm-hmm. Bharadwaj and what he does to Shakespeare. I mean, you know, people yes, will say, oh, Kura, Kurosawa. Yeah. I know, it's amazing, right? People will say, oh, see what Kurosawa did to Macbeth and he made the uh, throne of mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. I said, look what Vishal Bharadwaj did to Macbeth and made Magbul. I mean, yeah, so he's amazing what he does to yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. And so, you know, I just binge watched like literally two days ago, uh, Vishal Bharadwaj, where he had uh, taken Agatha Christie and put it in uh, Himachal Pradesh uh, and Chandigarh. So it was so close. Now I know this area. I know those hills. I, I It was amazing to see something which was all British countryside uh, to be transported so cleverly, actually, into... Uh, so I, I love new stuff. So, so I, I'm not... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I tend to see all kinds of things. Yeah, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, the, the, the sheer. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. Your music, please, please tell uh, us. Please tell us. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I thought I should also. Yeah. So because the music <laughs> thing is is weird for me because um, the the form I like the most now is not what I was. Uh, exposed to at all as as in my childhood so i got to it only after i i met kapil so it was it's jazz and i just love it now and wow. so it was literally so uh, some of my every so if when we go to the us the thing which we have to do is to go to a blues bar in the south side mm. of chicago it's like you know it's like i i love seeing them it perform because it, there's something very uh, you know uh, it's it's a it's an art form which involves the audience so there is like in classical music uh, there is this master and then you are of course the audience who appreciates it but there is a distance here the distance is sort of breached because in their performance they involve the audience so i i love that it comes from a different space actually of space. of um, yeah, so yeah, so there were times when we would Wonderful. go to a, a blues bar where we would be the only Indian faces. <laughs> I mean, not Indian faces, the only non-black faces in the entire Indian, thing. Yeah. So, it Wonderful. was fun, yeah. So all that. So this is, I, I mean, things I, I, I like uh, stuff, and uh, I hope to keep liking different stuff. Uh, you know, as yeah. I, yeah. you know, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So we are we are almost coming to the conclusion. So we uh, let me ask uh, about your uh, future plans in terms of the research and what kind of initiatives you're taking, Sudeshna. What what is the direction in which you would want to proceed? Uh, just give us a little of uh, oh, okay. Uh, Right, right. So that will just be a small blurb. Um, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, so. Um, uh, so I think like most people, uh, some part of one's work is a continuation and seeing, uh, you know, a thread go to uh, to fruition in some way. And so I uh, complex networks and dynamics on networks, off networks is still very much uh, a theme in my work because there is a lot out there which is uh, not yet, um, I think, uh, been um, uh, explored. Um, so that is, is, is there. Uh, but as I was saying that I've also gotten a little bit into um, this machine learning thing. And so the mm-hmm. last thing which I've been thinking of is, is um, uh, 
diversity, what diverse, how it can help a machine learning uh, algorithm. By that I mean is that, mm-hmm. you know, if I go to Python or something, they all have the same class, like, you know, maybe they'll just have Tanage or Relu or some something to mm-hmm. do it. Now, what if actually your bunch, what, what your artificial neurons, so to speak, are not identical? I mean, so they all mm-hmm. have different mm-hmm. functions. And will yeah, your yeah. learning algorithm do better? And this actually... Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't do because they have to rewrite the program you know the programs mm, which yes. are canned are doing it in one way so in order mm. to even to explore this possibility you will have to uh, you know <laughs> do a little bit extra and i think it's it's a very exciting thing to see if you could also meta learn the best possible network that you can get to to get mm. this mm. so that you know you write a, a, a learning algorithm to learn the best uh, thing because half the time you're scrambling around in this uh, you know it's almost an art actually uh, you know you're mm, doing cut mm. code cut code to get the best mm. hyperparameters. you know you just stare at it and you say this is good this is not so good so it, what if you're outsourcing that to another algorithm mm. which meta learns uh, to the best process so you know so a little bit of stuff on 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 that direction uh, is, is there and uh, you know uh, so uh, the, these are things which i've been thinking of at the back of my head i still have a soft corner for quantum chaos and quantum aspects of uh-huh. okay. mechanics i just don't have a good idea at this point i mm. it's simmering mm. at the back burner i feel maybe one of these days i might again go back to it it was something i was immersed in before but i did not get a fresh idea on it uh, so uh, so i can't say i'm working on it i would say it is stewing somewhere in the corner <laughs> mm-hmm. so, wonderful wonderful <laughs> yeah that's fabulous that's- Fabulous. So this has been uh, a very excellent conversation which I've had uh, over the past few hours. Uh, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Sudeshna. It's it's uh, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So thank really, you, Pavan, really for having me. In spite of all our uh, starting and stopping and restartings, yeah. But it was uh, yeah, yeah. fun uh, chatting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my okay. pleasure. My yeah. pleasure. Okay. So, okay th- then. Huh? Okay. Thank you very much. This is okay. Pratidwani, where we try to humanize science with Sudesh Nasina.